All right, y'all thought that I might be fibbing. This is proof right now. The Letterman Podcast. We have one sponsor, one sponsor only, but it is Rupert G in the Hello Deli. Thank you very much for sponsoring our show, Rupert. It's my honor, Mike. Hey, Mark. Uh, Mike, uh, congratulations on your first anniversary. Hopefully you resolve some issues for this vital milestone. Uh, I have a list here. Let me read some. Let me see. One, <laughs> make sure you've got the direction of the toilet paper settled. All right? It's either this way or this way. Uh, two, remember to place the toilet seat down after use, no matter if a number one or number two. This is a long way. Three, don't forget to place the cap back onto the toothpaste tube. Four, trust is key. Stop changing the password every other day. All right. Uh, oh, wait, hang on. I'm confusing anniversaries. Uh, hang on a second. All right, let's see. <laughs> I think I got one. Okay. Five. Remember to clean the toilet bowl once a month. All right. You're welcome. Now, if I can be serious for a second, and I think I can, and this is actually quite important. Never, ever. No. No. All right, welcome once again to the Letterman Podcast with Mike Chisholm. Coincidentally, I am Mike Chisholm. I'm very excited. Uh, it's anniversary time, and uh, we're starting with the Letterman Podcast, a tradition of cool things to happen around our anniversary time, around the time of April 20th, um, the anniversary of... Uh, uh, well, April 20th, 2015 was the last time I got to see Dave. It was when I had my little moment with him there. And um, we started the Letterman podcast on April 20th of 2022. Here we are right around April 20th of 2023. Um, we are still here. The world is still here. Everything did not come crumbling down. I'm very excited about that because it has been a year of a lot of very, very cool experiences with the Letterman podcast. Um, and this, uh, this for I hope if I have my way, Something will happen with this dude every year when we have an anniversary because this is our very first guest. I'm really excited to have Darren Cox, who is the um, uh, the co-host of the Irritable Dad Syndrome podcast uh, on here. And we're going to do a little show and tell. I'm excited about that. I'm wearing one of my Letterman jackets, uh, 2013's version of it right there, right there, no, right there. Um, and I'm excited about that. He's got some show and tell stuff. And then... Uh, I'm going to piggyback on that. Um, at the time of this recording, um, we are just past the um, premiere of the uh, David Letterman and U2, a, a, a sort of homecoming uh, special that appeared on Disney+. And that was um, a fantastic, um, you know, modern David Letterman presentation. Uh, Darren and Mike, the co-hosts of Irritable Dad Syndrome, both happen to be big YouTube fans. I'm a huge YouTube fan. So uh, I recently jumped onto their podcast and threw out a couple. Uh, we had a nice little discussion about Dave 
and uh, you two there. So we're going to finish this episode with that. But without further ado, I'm going to get to it because at the time of this recording, it is late, 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 late. But he has stayed up way past his bedtime. Darren, you got to uh, you got to apologize to Libby for me for being so late here. But here we are, Darren. You are back. Excited to have you here. You were our first guest. You appeared on the Steve Young episode, and in the background. You have helped me immeasurably this last year. You are a member of the Letterman Podcast family. I'm so happy to have you back, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing I'm doing really good. Thanks for having me back. This is exciting. And like I've told you repeatedly, I'm so proud of what you have done oh. with the Letterman Podcast. I remember when you had uh, the, the guy who does the Carson Podcast, Mark. Mark Malkoff, yes. Yeah, and I was like, son of a... <laughs> When you got him, I was like, holy crap, he means business. And, 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 and the guys that you had on before then, no offense, but it's like when you got the guy from the Letterman podcast or from the Carson podcast on, I knew that, that you meant business. And since then, I mean, you've had so many writers and producers and guests on the show. And I'm very proud of what you've done. Oh, and buddy. I'm actually surprised that I'm back on because I am a nobody. <laughs> no, that's not true. Well. Not true. We celebrate, we celebrate the community. And, and, and Uh, I mean, I love the community episodes and, and I think they're, they're so precious because, um, you know, we recently had Bill Carter on and we talked a little bit about the, um, uh, you know, the, the ravenous fan base, uh, that Letterman company have like cult. Oh, see, oh man. So good. And you have it in hardcover too. Um, (laughs) Oh man, that's so good. We're going to do a show and tell night tonight, by the way, Mark Malkoff is coming back on, uh, we're recording with him on this Friday as well. So we're going to have Mark Malkoff part two, uh, this, this, this week as well. Um, another guy, I appreciate you mentioning his name. Um, you know, there's been so many people that that can that guy do research? Oh, oh my God. He is just, I love his mind. I love his yeah. mind. I love, uh, yeah, I absolutely do. Now, before we get going here, let's talk about irritable dad syndrome. Um, yeah. I know how much joy you and Mike get out of doing that show. Uh, mm-hmm. And you show like for me and this show here, it's pretty much, it's pretty much, we just hit the record. Uh, we let it go. There might be a little edit or two here and there. Irritable dad syndrome is a different beast. That thing is produced so well with sound effects and all sorts of amazing, um, you know, Thank commercials, you. parody commercials and things that go into this thing. Um, and that's, that's you. That's, that's, that's Darren, uh, a big chunk of that. Um, yeah. I am so impressed with this podcast. Let's talk about irritable dad, irritable dad syndrome for a second. How's it going? Well, yeah, well, thanks. It's going great. And Mike Odell and I are, are great friends and you can tell. Um, and, and like I said, on the first time I did your show, yeah. we would sit together at scout meetings while our kids were doing their scout things. And we had all these conversations. We were constantly cracking each other up. And we noticed that people sitting around us were laughing at us. <laughs> and Mike had the brilliant idea of why don't we start recording these conversations, put it on a podcast and see how it goes. And and we're having a great time. It's uh, it's uh, been very successful, and we're loving it. And I do. I put uh, it's my baby, and I put a lot of time uh, and effort into it. And you know, Mike and I were partners, and he devotes his time to promoting, and he handles all the websites and and all yeah. the social media and stuff. And I put all my. I've been in TV now. In August will be thirty years. So wow. uh, you know, I put my television and uh, audio experience into editing the podcast and and tightening it, making it the flow and. Uh, it's it's more of a it sounds actually like a radio show really uh which is cool it does 
it has a lot of radio show, uh, you know, echoes or, or callbacks to it for sure. Well, no we, question. We have so much fun and we're going to do it as long as we have fun. So there oh. you go. Well, you know what? We keep talking about this uh, Letterman Podcast Network or the Worldwide Pants Podcast Network with, mm-hmm. with our buddy Jay Ryan and all these sorts of things. Uh, as far as we're concerned, um, we're all linking arms and, 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 and um, you know, it's, it's great. I love the fact that, you know, David Letterman, we call him the greatest broadcaster, um, yeah. you know, the greatest body of broadcasting work in history, you know, and, and what Dave and company did was it was like them throwing a stone into a, into a very still lake. And that yeah. stone, you know, kerplunk and the ripples come out and I, I hear the ripples, the influences in your show, um, you know, the sensibility, the, much of the humor. I mean, I can tell it's just like when you hear a band and you can tell who their influences are. They're yeah. their own. Like I listen to a band like the killers and I can hear all sorts of influences in a band like that. Um, oh, yeah. th- and I think all of us who are trying to put, put some content out there, um, you know, in many ways, we're just trying to, uh, uh, to scratch the itch that was given to us by Dave and company. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know I went into TV because of partially because of Letterman. Yeah. You know, I was in college in, uh, 90. It was when I took my first, uh, radio TV production class and, uh, they, I didn't even know the building where I was in. I was taking speech, public speaking classes. Yeah. And I had no idea that they even had TV classes in there. I'm like, oh, hell, I could do this stuff like like Dave and, you know, like uh, uh, they did on remote control and game shows and that type of stuff. I mean, I was never interested in news and journalism um, and that type of thing. But uh, what Dave did, I liked. And yeah. I thought that type of thing would be fun, whether I'm, you know, in front of the camera or behind the camera doing that type of stuff. And I wanted a piece of it. And um you know, I've had a, a very, uh, I've had a good career. I've enjoyed yeah. my career in TV yeah. and I, I love what I do and I couldn't imagine doing anything else, but it was Dave who made me want to go into television. And when we started doing the podcast, it was clearly influenced by Dave. Oh, I, it, yeah. it very much yeah. is. I love it. It's Thank so good. That. That's flattering. Well, and, and uh, very much so. And and you're starting to, the groundswell with irritable dad syndrome is starting to grow. Like you've done some cool things this last year. Uh, yeah. You had a proposal on your show. We did. Yeah. The uh, a, a fan of the show, one of our patrons, one of our guys who likes our show so much, he financially contributes to it. Yeah. Yep. We give him shit all the time. He loves it. He eats it up. He is the GE to our uh, late night with David Letterman. You know? <laughs> oh and, man! Well, let's let's give him a little let's give him a little uh, working over here. What's his name? Yeah, Chris Chris Hughes and and now Lisa Hughes are, are married. they married they now? Got, Is it done? They're married now. They got married on April Fool's Day. Oh my and, gosh! They just got married. Yeah, we got a letter or a, a letter letters. We get letters. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> got an email said, "Hey, we were thinking of coming up to Cincinnati." on our vacation could we swing by meet you guys and, and take you out to to dinner we will pay and i'm like well yeah <laughs> you can take uh, yeah you <laughs> were in and, and so <laughs> i thought man they've set their sights really high on a destination vacation cincinnati <laughs> you know, go by the zoo go see the reds play <laughs> um so yeah i said yeah absolutely and then he tells me that he's got a surprise that while he's here, one of the things we do on our podcast all the time is we talk about the local grocery store up here. Kroger has a yes. bar inside it. 
so you can just get hammered and then go buy cereal and uh, <laughs> do everything that you want at the crowbar. He said he wants to propose to his fiance, to his girlfriend at the crowbar. And we're like, okay, whatever you want to do, man, knock yourself out. Yep. So that's like, yeah, absolutely. So he came over and uh, we had a blast and uh, yeah, but they're married now. And they sent us this really nice message saying, thanks for being part of our story. And I'm like, you know, how often does that happen? How often do you get to be part of somebody's story? And so whenever they, you know, whenever they celebrate their 20th or 30th and they can talk about how they got engaged and then immediately went and recorded a podcast and told the world about it. Because we're, I mean, we've been listened to uh, all over the world. Yeah. Okay. All over the globe. I can't remember how many, 200 some different cities have downloaded us. And so I'm like, okay, great. Yeah. People in Houston, Texas and Africa know of Chris Hughes and Lisa Hughes now. (laughs) That's so awesome. And I'm getting, same things happening with us as well. And it's so, it's trippy. Like, I mean, I have my other, I have my other podcast, my men's mental wellness podcast. And I mean, that, that had a certain kind of a gratification from it um as well and and i i mean i i don't mean to diminish that this is just different the entertainment side of things is just different like um for the letterman podcast every once in a while i'll get somebody who goes like okay yeah i'm i'm an enthusiast the way you are i get you and i we understand each other here and i'm not going to bug you too much and i'm like no what are you talking about feel free bug me like it's almost like they're coming up going oh like and this guy who, who i'm talking about here in particular um he's an assistant to a senator and what to an, a, a, a national senator in Washington, DC. And he's been around, he's been worked for NASA and all these other places. Yeah. And I'm like, Holy, you're not going to bother me, man. I got questions for you. You know, like, are you kidding exactly. me? And it's, it's exactly. so cool when you can get a group of people together and build a community of, yeah. of, of like-minded celebration where it's not tribalism. It's more like, let's just celebrate together. Uh, yeah. You know, talking about you too, holy smokes this special comes out and the u2 fans of the world just jump on it oh my goodness is there ever a lot of uh uh you know when you get into these u2 groups and things uh, there was a u2 facebook group you guys were invited me to and it was just like oh my gosh thousands of people um all celebrating the same thing that's what we do that's what we want to do with dave and i just i just love it and i'm glad you're such i'm glad you're a part of our community man well thank you yeah yeah i've been i've been a fan of dave for a very very long time and yep. um, Letterman retired the same year that my father passed away. And I, that's also the same year that Han Solo died in The Force Awakens. I'm like, are you people killing me? Oh, no. How much more can a man take? I was like, stop it. But anyway, when Letterman <laughs> announced he was retiring, I got as many, maybe more emails, calls, people stopped by my office. Are you okay? Yes. Than when my father passed away. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Knows, every place I've worked, Darren, I, I'm the Letterman guy. Yep. I was Me the too. guy who, you know, yeah. So, yeah. A fisherman can always <laughs> recognize another fisherman, um, which yeah. I think I said in the first episode that you were on, the first episode of this show. Uh, we teased the fact that we were going to do a show and tell. I love how you appeared on the Steve Young episode, by the way. And 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 uh, I'd like to get a lot more of that happening this year as well yeah. when we get some of these uh, some of these legendary uh letterman uh you know contributors or 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 collaborators or from from the from the the company of dave and company we want to do a lot more of that this year uh we've got some great guests coming up you are you're our ride or die man you are you're our boy we appreciate you so much and then all the other uh folks who have jumped on as early adopters we said we were going to do a show and tell night 
Um, okay. I'm glad that we can do it tonight. I'm glad that it's not the old set up against the old black brick wall. I'm glad I'm doing a little bit of show and tell. Our set's yeah. about to expand again. We're going to do another uh, evolution uh, of our set yeah. coming up. Um, and, and the thing that we love to have, we love to have some of these collectibles, things that are uh, off the beaten path. On the first show that you were on, you had mm -hmm. the popcorn. You had the Explodopop. Yep. yep. Still got that, I assume. Yep. Man, imagine if we cooked that stuff up now. I, I bet you, you know... <laughs> The radiation yeah. coming off of it would be, uh, yep, would be trippy. Um, I, you know, we got all sorts of stuff. What do we got here? That's the piece of the floor. Oh, the that's piece the, of the old floor Ed Sullivan, Sullivan theater. theater floor. Yep, yep. So that's that's one of my most prized items. Yes. But, uh, I, I, you know, it's like I was thinking. You know, you look at the like the Don Gellers and the and yep. uh, you know the other diehard fans who've been. You know, they've got probably way more stuff but i'm telling you i got stuff that i'm convinced other people do not have oh i'm sure yeah so um like for example the oprah call dave bumper sticker where'd you get that i ordered it when it came through and actually you know what my uh my friend sandy scheme had yeah, ordered sandy. Some, about sandy got yep. uh, some extra ones and sent them my way so that was courtesy of sandy now i'm willing to part with one of these trade one if you will for a pencil with double erasers, my what I want to add to my collection is a pencil with double erasers. And you mean one of these, you mean, do, you're talking about you're talking about like, one of these right here. Talk about one of those. I will also throw in a CBS store catalog. Oh, look at the stuff you've got! Hey, flip through okay, that. So what do you? My first, they, my first TV station in Johnson City, Tennessee, CBS affiliate. Right. So we got all kinds of like they sent this black and white headshot. Oh, update. look at that. Okay. Okay, glossy print, glossy cover. <laughs> it came in, and they're like, "Give this to Darren." They just knew that Darren wanted it. And oh. I, the, the thing I'm going to show you last yes. is, is maybe too big to to show with the with the camera on my computer. Yeah. But uh, the piece de resistance <laughs> is something that I got at my first TV station. I appreciate the so, accent, sir. Can we can we flip through the uh, CBS catalog for a second there? What do we got there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's a bit of a time capsule too, right? Exactly. George Schweitzer, if he's if George Schweitzer doesn't watch the show, but if oh my gosh, yeah. you can you actually can get Lake Show. That was one of the the Lake Show jackets. You could actually order that there. You sure could. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I then um, I think you can get uh, the, the 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 nanny. <laughs> I think you can get a touch by Doctor Quinn, medicine woman. See, this is a time capsule. Exactly. George Schweitzer Walker, would be Texas smiling Ranger. ear to ear right now. Is touched by an angel in here. I think forty-eight hours, and that's just yeah. as an affiliate. You could get these things. Uh, they sent this to the affiliates. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Uh, but no, I mean anybody could order it. So if you went to the CBS store in New York, you could do that. It, it, they're CBS. Welcome home. <laughs> so my first. Okay, so my first day at at I started in August of ninety-three. A couple yep. of weeks before Dave went on the air. Yep. And I walked in, they're giving me the tour of the place. And what is coming down on the satellite feed? But Dave had put cut like an hour long feed of uh tonight on WSJK channel four. Yeah. Tonight at nine. Tonight at ten. Affiliate and promos. And I'm just it's like I wanted like Darren, we need to show you where the newsroom is. I'm like, but this, but Dave's on the, <laughs> on the he's on the I'm TV. In. And so they went and showed, it's like, I went and I looked at this stuff and I'm like, I, and then I ran back and they saw the ending of it, but it was like an hour of him tonight at 11. 
on Kansas Ozone K104 or something like that. <laughs> so, yeah, but in, in my collection, I mean, I've got books, yep. magazines, T-shirts, uh, posters. I happen I've to know got, you have a jacket uh, now. Yeah, I've got the jacket. They have the jacket's right here. Outsided yeah. was uh, like, there's no feeling like when you get your, I know. You get, right? Like, yeah. my mom and my wife chipped in and both bought me the jacket for Father's Day. <clears throat> but something not a lot of people have is the Warren Zevon CD single for Hit Somebody. Oh. David Letterman sang background vocals on that. Sang, he says, Hit Somebody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, Canadian hockey. Okay. So with hit somebody, I'm a big Kevin Smith fan. And for a long time, Kevin Smith was going to make a movie based on that song. And and I loved it so much because I don't know about you, but I love like like you two Letterman, right? It's like worlds colliding. And I love when my worlds collide. So I love Kevin Smith. And, 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 uh, when he was talking about doing this movie based on this song, it was like my Letterman world and my Kevin Smith world were all colliding together. And I just love that so yeah. much. It never got made, but yeah, yeah, that is, that is what very cool. cool that you have the CD single for that. I've got the CD single, uh, Paul Schaefer with the late night theme. Yes. At my first TV set or at, my, at uh, uh, when I was at ETSU working in the radio station, uh, that CD uh, was there and it accidentally wound up in my car. <laughs> Isn't that funny how that works? That's the, yeah. that's the late night version, right? Not late show. Yeah, late night with David Letterman. Yeah, I've got so the, the late organ. Show the organ played the main part. I want to, if if ever I have the opportunity to talk to Paul, and boy, I sure hope I can get it one day. Um, yeah. One of the things I want to talk about on the show, I want to talk about the evolution of the theme. I actually, I want to spend, you know, if we get them for an hour, hour and a half, I want to yeah. spend twenty minutes, fifteen to twenty minutes, talking about the evolution of the theme because I, I, yeah. I, I love where it started with the organ and all of that, you know, and then ended up being a throwback almost to a tonight show style uh, opening theme, you know, with the horns and all of that stuff taking center stage. And I just love how it evolved over the years. So that's very cool that you have that. Yeah. And then um, I've got the late show theme. Yep. uh, On this uh, 50 years of CBS, Uh, another coincidence at my first TV station, this was, uh, sent to our station and again it wound up and it wound up i i don't know how it happens but it just ended up in difference tell me it's not it's not your collection it's in your care you're the yes. caretaker of it it's it's on um um yes i'm taking care of it <laughs> permanent exhibition permanent exhibition exactly <laughs> i've got an autograph by will lee oh yeah what i a have prince that guy is will lee is such uh, a prince yeah another autograph i have is the uh, the Late Show Book of Fun Facts. Yep. Okay. So when they released that, if you sent a fun fact and they use it on uh, their website, you want a free book, right? Wow. So my fun fact was in Utah, it's illegal to Google yourself. Bam. You're in the fun so, facts book. I want to, and I'm not in the fun facts book, but the fun fact that I sent in made it onto the Late Show website. Okay. Okay. So that okay. made it under the web. Like, oh, that's like, so cool. Just like they used to have the again. In Utah, it's illegal to Google yourself. <laughs> and so, uh, just like just like the the top ten contest, yep. you send in a top ten entry, and if you win, you get a late show mouse pad. Yep. Or you can get a late show online T-shirt. Oh man, look at that. Yeah. 
So it's it's just like the I've got the gray shirt and the blue shirt. Yep. This is white, but it says online. Yep. That okay. yeah, you can yeah, exactly. exactly. Wow. Another <laughs> TV. Paul, can we have some uh, Darren's Magazine collection music? Another T-shirt I have in my collection that I'm <laughs> that I'm willing to bet very very few people have. Dura Builders. Oh my gosh. Dura Builders supports the Dave Letterman Expressway. Oh. Dura Builders is a construction company in Indianapolis. So I four sixty five the Dave or the Dave Letterman bypass. Yep. Yeah, they had these T-shirts, and you could order one of them. What a smart idea, by the way. Exactly. What a smart idea. I don't exactly. know how they sold, but that is a that's brilliant. That's brilliant. <laughs> so, so I got that. Um, I still have my ticket. Yep. In the, in wow. the oh, you've got it. In the, you've got the envelope and the ticket. Got the envelope. Yeah, I don't screw around, man. No, you sure don't. I take it oh, right there, man. Okay. Yours is perfect. Something else. <laughs> Something else that I have that has the original envelope is. Uh, uh, earlier on, uh, I had sent a request to, or I sent a video in to be on stupid human tricks. Yep. They they passed. <laughs> so they sent me the rejection letter. Darwin Cox. Darwin. Oh, perfect. Darwin. Even better. Darwin. Yeah. And Somebody then having a little fun. Then there's a rejection letter on the inside. And they sent me back the tape, too. They didn't want to keep the tape, so they sent me back the tape. Do you have one of these? I don't. Okay, we're going to get you one of these. Um, oh, I'm, I'm, we're we're going to start giving these away. Uh, I've got a few of these that we're going to give away here. And I announced it on on either the last episode that's out or the episode that's about to come out. But this is yep. a, a a rejection notice for performers. Sweet. So it's a, it's a postcard. So, uh, dear sir, madam, thank you for your interest in the late show with David Letterman. Unfortunately, we feel that an appearance is not quite right for us at this time. Once again, we appreciate you taking time to write, yada, yada, yada. So I'll get you one of these. I'll send it to you. Thank you. Get yeah, you I it. saw that you were giving those away, and I'm like, what's the guy got to do to get one? <laughs> well, you, you get one. No problem. No problem at all. And I'm going to see if I can uh, work some magic and get you a pencil, too. So yeah. Okay. But, um, you know, as far as as far as far books, I mean, I've got all the... Yep. I've got all the top 10 books. Yep. And these are perfect coffee table books. Honest to God. I used to, when my first apartment, uh, I had these in my coffee table and every person who came by would sit there. And uh, I mean, I had some people who'd read them cover to cover. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Once you get started on one, it's really easy to get sucked into them to keep going. Absolutely. Put it down. We, uh, we have a couple of these that we're going to be giving away as well. So there you go. So yeah. Oh, there's the, yeah, Absolutely. Dave Lindman, the book. Oh, gee. Yep. And then, of course, I've got, you know, I bought these. Yep. Did you listen to Zinneman? Huh? Did you listen to Zinneman when he was on our show? Yes. Yes. Oh, so good. Yeah. That was such a good uh, companion to that book. And then, of course, Scott Ryan. Yeah. 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 And then I I think I told you, I'm positive I sat next to Scott Ryan at the Columbus, Ohio movie theater where I saw him. For Bullets. Yeah, for bullets, uh, uh, bathtubs over Broadway. Or bathtubs, bullets, bathtubs yep. over Broadway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> another CD that was of interest is the Calvert DeForest Erotic Experience. Oh man! Still sealed. Wow. Yeah, I, I, it's like I, uh, you know, I've I listened to a couple of tracks online, but I ain't opening that son of a bitch. That's staying. Where, <laughs> I don't say this. Where was that one? Uh, an online only. Uh, no, I I was at I was in Knoxville, Tennessee, and I was in a, a at one of the malls. There's the East Town Mall and the West Town Mall. If you ever yep. go to the Greater Knoxville area, 
Yep. The metropolis that is Knoxville. <laughs> they have the Sun Sphere where there was the World's Fair. And according <laughs> to the Simpsons, that's where there's an abandoned wig factory. Um, but yeah, I was uh, looking at, at see, you remember record stores? Uh, I do. I have a vague recollection yeah. of record stores. Yeah, I was yeah. looking at this in a CD store and that was there. And I'm like, okay, I'll buy that. <laughs> what? Okay. Wasn't that the best feeling in the world? Like we we're talking about the YouTube episode or whatever. I used to go and get like live recordings. We weren't supposed to call them bootlegs. I used to go get live recordings of bands. And there were certain CD shops where every once in a while you would find a treasure that was, there's yes. no feeling like that. There's no feeling because the internet wasn't a thing. There was no feeling like when you would show up at a store like that and, and, and find like Calvert DeForest CD. Yep. Are you kidding me? Yes. Holy smokes. Yep. I'll take this. Yeah, I know. I know. I love it. I, I wonder if Steve it. Weiner knows that exists. I, I got to make sure Steve watches this show. I know he watches uh, a lot of them. I, I don't know if he knows that one exists or not, but uh, we got to find out if he knows, if he does. I bet, I bet you he does. He might. He might. Yeah. Pretty but fun. I mean, that's a lot of years after, after Steve and, uh, and yeah. Carl discovered Calvert. That's a lot of years after. So I don't know if he would know that or not, but yeah, I can't remember when it came out uh 99 yeah so i mean long after, right? yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, that's amazing race fans probably have these the ray hall letterman lanigan yep. uh and cozy my buddy don who lives in indianapolis he works at the motor speedway oh he perfect. brought me this yeah perfect and he i'm also, looking for a good button up with that logo i want to get like a like a pit like a pit shirt almost you know yeah. like the i want to get one of those i've been i've been kind of Hubbard and Han looking at a couple, but they, they get pricey. Like they get really, really pricey very, very quickly. I want one of those t-shirts that Dave gave that with the animated Dave face on the car that like his crew got. Yeah. that the, I think they printed 20 of those. Yeah. Well, that's like, I'll tell you my white whale right now is the, um, is the Foo Fighters t-shirt. And I mean, I've, yeah. I, I know crew who have them. And they will not part with them. Uh, right. um, that's the right. that, that that Foo Fighters T-shirt is one that I you talk about worlds colliding, right? And and I mean, oh, yeah. last night I got the thank you and good night jacket. And if if I had to choose one or the other, I'd take the thank you and good night jacket. But like yeah. a close second is that Foo Fighters T-shirt. It's so yeah. awesome. Yeah, I love this. I love this. What else you got? <laughs> so my buddy Don in Indianapolis got me a cover of uh, Indianapolis Woman. Yep. Okay, with uh, Dave's mom. Yep. Uh, so uh, one of the things, okay, so Dave's from Indiana. I'm from Indiana. Yep. Dave's middle name is Michael. My middle name is Michael. Dave's mom is Dorothy. My mom is Dorothy. That's where the similarities end. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, a uh, Dave had a show. I have a podcast. Yeah, uh, sure. That's Dave, close. Is, Dave worked with Ray Romano. I kind of do a Ray Romano impression sometimes. Yeah. Why y'all, you know, so yeah. But yeah, but Dave's does mom, Dave have a uh, podcast? Yeah, uh, he no. did, uh, he had one, right? No, he does not. Yeah, Dave does not have on. a podcast. So, uh, yeah. ding, there's one for Darren right there. <laughs> That's one for me. Got Dave in his underpants. Oh, so yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, every everybody's got that one. Uh, I don't know if everybody has this one, Vanity Fair, where he's Santa Claus. Yeah. That's yeah. fantastic. Um. Uh. Yeah. Everybody's got the That's, comedy yeah. issue. Iconic absolutely yeah. iconic i just i found out that carson had to stand on a box yeah when he when he did that i did i didn't i did not know that that was wild that was, that was, that well, was that, ed ed that's where i get my godfather my godfather reference right there is that yeah. is that cover right there that's like don and michael right there uh you know don corleone and and, and his son michael there to me that, exactly. that just i love that passing down the 
passing the torch absolutely under the, under the next generation yes sir uh i think a lot of people have mad magazine oh so good iconic okay. so he yep. was on yep. mad magazine if he was on more than once i don't uh, or more than twice i don't know if he was uh, i forgot about that one there the the one you the first one you showed is the one that comes to mind right away i yeah. forgot about that one yep uh, and then there's the less popular cracked magazine i loved cracked yeah so I interview with cracked, the yeah. vampire spook boy dave looks creepy on that kind of a uh, gobots transformers thing perhaps for some definitely. oh you got an inquirer oh there you National go inquirer yeah okay yeah and here's some really weird like this is just this is the called the comedy magazine okay with him and uh the chin i have never that. seen that yeah yeah, I don't even remember where I found it, but the caricature is that. Um, then at college, I got Campus USA. Awesome. Yeah. Again, what year I, would that come? What year did that one come out? Eighty-eight. Eighty-eight. So we're in the late night run still at that one. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Now this was one of my favorites. Uh, Don Giller uh, reached out, or I reached out to Don Giller, and because you could only buy it in New York. And a nice guy, Don, and I said, hey, will you, if I send you money or if I, actually I traded him. There was a DVD that I have that had, uh, it was a, a documentary about this local broadcaster out of Cincinnati named Ruth Lyons. Huh. And uh, uh, Dave Letterman was on it. And I sent Don the DVD, uh, a, a rare interview thing, a documentary with Dave on it. And he went and got me the the magazine. It was very cool of Don to do that. He did that. Is Okay, I'll tell you this. For me personally, that, that was—I'll tell you what—that was before before COVID. Yeah. So I mean, he didn't go out and and venture out to get this to me when COVID was because that would have been crazy. Well, sure. But yeah, he, he was very kind, and I can't thank him enough because I mean, it's like that's a that's a very important part of my uh, magazine collection here. I want to shout Don Giller out right now too because you and I can both kind of say this. Um, you know, I I know exactly what you're talking about. The fact that I have him, um that I, that I have conversations with him, never mind the fact that he has fact-checked, helped me in yeah. every aspect of this show you could ever imagine, including advice, including counsel, uh, coming on the shows in, in certain episodes as well. Like, um, that blows me away to the point where I understand with you, it would be the exact same thing, knowing that, oh my God, Don actually took time yep. to get me this and and i did a little trade with don that oh. even feels that much better if we can if i can do something to honor him in some way uh i i yeah. want to do it and and that's he's just so such humble. a good feeling if i know he's, he's like, gonna he's hate really like, humble and so when i say this the, by the way he's the don this. geller picked that up for me uh it's like you know i think it's cool he's like it leave me alone it's beyond cool. I actually have a, I visited his house when I was in New York, uh, his apartment. Mm -hmm. I and, saw the and pictures. I, yeah. 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 And I've got, I've got something from that visit actually. That's like right here. And I'm, I'm, yeah. I don't, I, I have it on the set because I just appreciate him so much. So, yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad we had this opportunity to shout out Don Giller. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right on. We got uh, Newsweek. Yep. With, uh, Beavis and Butthead. Yep. Now this, uh, now, now, uh, Paul, are you ready for this? This <laughs> magazine is probably the most rare. And uh, I remember I bought a copy of this from my friend Sandy. So I know she has a copy, but yeah. I don't know anybody else who has Dog World. Oh. With David Letterman on the cover. Dog World. 
and that's with the with the the you know very very little beard okay? yeah yeah the writer so, almost like a writer's strike beard there oh tv guides uh, absolutely TV guide. look at the tv guides TV here they guide. come yep. okay uh other tv guide again we've had some guests who talked about this uh people don't remember don't realize how big tv guide was how oh, big yeah. it was it was a it was a, a weekly bible essentially um mm -hmm. and and very 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 important periodical like extremely yeah. important oh there is the oscar it was the oscars and by the way okay dave has done a marvelous job of rewriting history saying that his Oscars was terrible and all this his Oscars was not terrible it wasn't it was actually terrible. really good there was a joke that uh, Quentin Tarantino and Steve Bender they came up and got the one their only Oscar that night because Forrest Gump cleaned up and Dave came out and did a joke um, I've had to pee all night I had yeah. to pee all I don't know what these guys were talking about I've had to pee all night peeing for an hour you don't hear me complain whatever it was I I still to this day crack up about that um and uh, yeah Mike, anyway, he did a good job I need to run upstairs for a second can okay you, can we Okay, hang on one second. So no, you 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 run. I'm gonna I'll explain. I'll explain when I get back. I, I, I don't doubt it even for a second. Uh, I love this. If ever um you want to be on one of these show and tell episodes, if you've got some some letterman collectibles, uh pants collectibles of any sort that you want to show off, we are gonna be doing this on the Letterman Podcast. Again, the Letterman Podcast is all about uh Dave and Company and, and it's it's folks who worked for Dave, it's people who have been on the show. But it's also those of us on the other side of the fourth wall that got broken. I haven't said this in a few episodes, so it gives me the opportunity to say it again. You know, Dave's show broke the fourth wall. He made us a part of things. He made the backstage a part of things. And, and that's the ecosystem that he created that, in my opinion, has not been replicated. Um, so it's only natural that the people on the other side of the fourth wall do something to throw some content out there that has to do with uh, David Letterman and company. And that's why the Letterman podcast exists. This is exactly what it's all about. So out there, if you have uh, a Letterman collectible or story or anecdote of any sort, uh, please reach out to us. You can find us on the Facebook. Darren's back. You can find us on the Facebook. Uh, come join the, the, the group because again, in the David Letterman group on Facebook, we're going to be giving out, uh, the rejection postcards. Um, once we get to a thousand subscribers on YouTube, we're going to give you out some scripts, some all sorts of stuff that we're going to be uh, we're going to be doing. So, uh, okay. Thank you for that break. My um, uh, my kid, my oldest son, he broke his wrist today. Oh, uh, skateboarding, and he was upstairs and he was looking for the uh, ibuprofen. Oh, poor so, kid. And yeah. skateboarding is, of course, a, a, a euphemism for Darren giving him the old school Cincinnati slap, right? Uh, you know, <laughs> Ohio punishment. Exactly. Uh, which exactly still alive and well, corporal punishment. Oh, anyway, <laughs> sorry, I had to sorry I had to run up for a second. No, 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 no. We're all good. We all assumed you were peeing, so we're fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Willie, that that break came right when you told the Quentin Tarantino joke. So, oh, there it is. <laughs> like we were born for this, dude. Exactly. Um, I know, right? Right. Uh, hey. The last the last TV guide I have is weird. Oh, that's cool. Really, really it's kind of weird. a Peter Max kind of a deal. Uh, I like. I don't that know lot. what the hell is going on with that one, but that one's. Uh, that's cool. I like weird. that. And then I have a TV guide crossword puzzle edition. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I got. Oh my god, I got so much. I was. It's like when we were talking about doing this. I yeah, I busted out the box. 
And then I remembered the t-shirts and then I remembered, it's like, I've got posters too. And I also have. Oh, have? no kidding. Yeah. And is this the monkey from the movie? No, no, <laughs> but do I fantastic. tell people this? You yes, buy I do. Monkey? Yeah. Would you like to buy a monkey? Would you like so to buy a monkey? Yeah. Yeah. We'll get into, uh, Get into Mr. Christopher Elliott here. What are you? Oh, you got a cabin boy poster. Cabin boy poster. This was at a um, a video rental place. Yep. And uh, I asked the people there. I'm like, Hey, can I um, can I have that? And they're like, <laughs> You want that? I'll say, Sure, sure. <laughs> By the way, that's exactly what Chris Elliott would say. You you want that? Really? <laughs> very <laughs> humble. Chris Elliott's very humble. Yeah. Let me show you this. Chris Elliott. Oh, wow. The book he wrote with his dad. Absolutely. So he wrote this with, with Bob Elliott, comedy legend Bob Elliott. Bob, Bob and okay. Ray, one half of Bob, Bob and Ray. Ray. Yeah. And they yep. were on the Bob Costa show promoting it. Hysterical. Absolutely hysterical. I mean, Chris was, we all know Chris, right? But I don't think enough people of our generation uh, remember and appreciate the genius that was Bob Elliott. Bob Elliott. His dry humor. I mean, he yeah. made uh, uh, Bob Newhart look like Sam Kennison. I mean, honestly, oh. Bob Newhart <laughs> yeah. or, or Bob Elliott was just crazy. Yeah. So, well, in comedy duos, uh, you know, um, you know, Bob and Ray and, and Frank is in, Franken and Davis, um, you know, inf heavily influenced. Yes. I think by Bob and Ray. The comedy team that weighed the same. Uh, the comedy team that weighed the same. Yes. Go to the he Letterman. Let him channel like, everybody and watch he, that. He asked if you could put on three pounds, and he the other guy lost a couple pounds. And they weighed the same. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that, but I can't remember to pay the cable bill on time. No, there you go. Well, your priorities are in line, my friend. That's yeah. the way I look at it. Here's another poster. What is that? So when Dave was on, um, just on CBS, yeah, all the affiliates got these posters sent to the TV stations, employee of the year, okay? Fan this is another one of those things where like, just give that to Darren. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. So I got that. And then I've got this poster at my college. They had this hanging on the wall when the first uh, when the top book came book out. Yep. Out. So, and then some moron folded it in the middle and ruined it. It's, I mean, yeah. it's not, none of my posters are worth anything because they have holes in the corners where they were hung up. Does it matter? So, Would it, it, like, like, honestly, does it matter? It doesn't to me. I mean, it doesn't hey, matter to me. No. Nope. <laughs> Somebody comes up, oh, $10,000. No, sorry. Not going to happen. Uh, just not. This might be worth some something. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Club, and uh this was a gift. This is uh covered in uh plastic wrap. Whoa. So there's nothing, there's no uh yeah. That might be worth something or anything. I, I wouldn't spell it, but it might be worth something. I don't know. Who knows? Who, who knows? knows? Yep. The kids the kids or the grandkids will find out at some point. <laughs> the kids will just like then toss it. I know, right? Oh all this all this shit that I have, the kids are just gonna toss it. What's one man's junk is another man's treasure, right? Exactly. Oh, that is rad. Yeah. You know, Dave used to smoke cigars. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I Jimmy Kimmel and I, this is one thing where Jimmy Kimmel and I can say this. I started smoking cigars because of David Letterman. I have a humidor oh, okay. with Cuban cigars because Canadian, mm -hmm. right? So we could always get the Cubans. And, yeah. uh, and, and 
you know, I don't do it very often, three or four times a year, maybe, but I really, really enjoy a good cigar. And it's because of David Letterman. I'm sure he'll be, not that he'll ever, ever know that, but uh, he'll he'll be (laughs) thrilled to know that that's the case, I'm certain. Yeah. It's just cool as hell. I love it so much. Uh, People who had satellite TV got these. Oh, wow. Which is a battle of wits uh, with half, uh, half Dave, half Leno. Yeah whatever no flipping so the rare thing no no flipping <laughs> rolling stone magazine put out two of these at the same time and i don't have the other one yeah i've got the one with the goofy face i don't have the one with the serious face yeah uh here's a rolling stone with tina fey and chris rock on the oh, cover I forgot about that one yes yeah. oh i'm uh, glad you're showing me these because some of them i forgot about and and i want to get oh yeah absolutely rolling stone he was in Rolling Stone so much, and I, I just, I love that. Uh, yeah. Rolling Stone was one of those cool periodicals that. Exactly. Know, they, oh, yeah. they love Dave. They put him on there like, we went three weeks, put Dave back on. You know? <laughs> Another Rolling Stone. Yeah. Oh. Uh, gosh, I'm almost. The heart surgery. That one there, uh, I couldn't get it the home. Magazine. I couldn't get it home without reading it. I needed to read it right away. Um, yeah. The people, yeah, because that was a, that was crazy when 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 yeah. he went for the heart surgery. I know, I know. Yeah. I got a lot of so calls. So fast and- for everybody, people. everybody around him. Like it was just so fast. Staff members yeah. that I've talked to with the without the camera, uh, without the record button going, you know, they they talk about that, and it was such a scary moment for everybody because it was just so fast and unexpected. And uh, that was a, that was a, I felt the same way as an enthusiast. I felt exactly the same way. Yeah. Yeah. That was another one of those situations where people came by my office and asked if I was okay. I'm like, I'm not having the heart surgery. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, you know, it's, it's nice that they, that they cared enough, you know, (laughs) but yeah. So I remember that. Yep. Yep. Almost Esquire magazine. Yes. Yeah. Almost through here, and then we can talk about something else. Time magazine. That's iconic to me. That one there. I remember reading that in every office. Oh, the GQ. Yes. Oh mm-hmm. gosh, yeah. Yep. That time. That time one is iconic. That Time magazine. Yes. Uh, this is like a local thing. The talk with uh, Regis Lee and Kelly Lee. Or <laughs> Kelly Lee. Oprah. He's uh, up here in the corner. <laughs> I've got I've got a bunch of other ones where there's like 20 different pictures on it and Dave's yep. one of them. Yeah. Um, this is one of those things you can you could get in Indianapolis the Indianapolis parade. Wow. Um, here's another satellite magazine. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then those, none I, of those satellite ones have hit my radar at all. Yeah. Oh, I I forgot my joke. The Hang on. Let's back up a bit. Talk about All right. This joke. Okay, I yeah. Bought this, I bought this book, honest to God, at a dollar store. They had really? like 20 of them in the dollar store. I bought it, and I'm telling you right now, this is worth five times what I paid for it. <laughs> it was worth it. It was worth the rewind and the callback and all that. <laughs> we backed up for that. And then I found this. Is that the Avengers? Antique, oh, okay, yeah. Antique store. Awesome. Uh, down, down here in, in Westchester where I live. And I thought uh, it was I thought it was that was the Avengers. I thought when you were pulling it out, it was the Avengers comic book. No, I don't have that. Oh, we gotta get you a I, copy of that. Okay. I do not have that with um um Dude Dave from on the cover. right? 
What's that? The dude from Cleveland. The dude from Cleveland. Yeah. Um. What's his name? Uh. Um. I had the medical records, and uh, from Cleveland, he came on the show and yelled at Dave all the time. Harvey. Oh, Harvey Picard. No. Yeah. No. Okay. Yes. No. But no. I don't. I don't think Picard did the cover of that. That was Avengers. Um. He did uh, American Splendor, right? Yes. Yeah. No, the Avengers. I don't think Picard did that cover. I could be wrong. Oh my gosh. I'm I thought wrong. those two. I thought those two were the same thing. I'm not no, sure. no, no. Marvel's The Avengers. Uh, Dave was actually on the cover of it, and the Avengers all came on the show. Yeah. He was actually in the comic book, and yeah. so um, I don't think that's a Picard deal. But uh, we'll we'll yeah. find that out. We'll uh, we'll have our research team jump on that. So yeah. the the. the... <laughs> So the last thing I have. This is the piece de resistance? This is the piece de resistance. <laughs> okay. This is going to be tough to show. Oh, my gosh. Back up on this. What so when hell? I when I uh, went in to interview for my very first job in television, uh -huh. this is August of 93. Uh, I walked in. They had this hanging on the wall. They knew Dave was coming. And all the CBS affiliates got one of these. <laughs> and when they offered me the job, um, I was like, fantastic. And I had a great interview. I interviewed with a guy named Rusty and a guy named Al Gregory. And I hit it off with both of them. And I felt comfortable enough to say, hey, um, if it's possible, now that I'm, I'm an employee here, what do I got to do to get this? And it is a life-size poster of Dave. I've never seen that. And by life-size, I mean it is life-size. It, it is his height. Okay. I had one of those of Wayne Gretzky growing up. I yeah. uh, that is that is fantastic. I've never seen that. I mean, you can't see, but his shoes are in here. Okay, <laughs> I believe you. It is life size, and it's wow. Uh, it's very. Um, I don't even know the the the. It's not paper. I don't know what the fabric that it's made out of. But <sighs> finally, after working there for a few months, Al Gregory just said, "Take that poster. Just take it. Get it off the wall." I'm like done, <laughs> done, and I and I took it and I ran it up to the car and I think I drove it home before anybody said what the wait wait what yeah oh yeah no I one of the, I feel the same way I'm the same way when I get a collectible I I one of the yeah, guys I, from the sales department guy named Ed Herbert was pissed oh he he, he ran the sales department okay right he made all the money <laughs> and he wanted that. And he's like, what the hell do you mean you gave it to Darren? And I was like, I gave it to Darren. Darren asked for it, and he, he wouldn't stop asking me for it. <laughs> oh, squeaky wheel gets the grease. I know a little bit about that. No. Um, so uh, half the guests oh, yeah. on this show have uh, have been have been as a result of that. Uh, uh, that is an unbelievable piece. Did you ever see? Okay, so um, okay, you've been you haven't been in the same station for that long, have you? No, man. I've worked at four different TV stations. I, I was just gonna say. Okay, so yeah. Um, later on. Okay. So I, I was in Las Vegas and at, at that point, the New York's, the, the New York CBS store had long closed and all that. There was only one CBS store around. Letterman even made a joke of it one night on the late show. Um, you know, you know, you're saying, Oh, where can we get late show merchandise? Maybe what it was, yeah. uh, at Rupert's. And then someone said also in Las Vegas and Letterman looks at, he goes also in Las Vegas at the MGM. There's a, a place where you can go, um, near, the back entrance of the MGM where there's a whole bunch of CBS stuff. You can actually go and see like pilot shows and things like that. And you can be part of the audience for test screenings of shows and things. Yeah. And they have a CBS store there. Um, they had late show mugs and all that kind of stuff, but they had this 
high definition poster of David Letterman. It was like in a movie. Yeah. See right there. We're going to finish talking about Rupert uh, that, by the way, just so you know, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. we are, we're going to finish talking because I mean, he's selling the joint. I can't believe it. Um, so, so, uh, but anyway, there's this poster hanging outside of the CBS store. Like it's like a movie poster. Like you're going to the Cineplex and they have the posters with the lights around them and all that. Right. Well, there's this picture of Dave behind the desk at the Ed Sullivan theater. And it's a dark blue background. I love when they had the dark blue background because they always change the blue, right? It was lighter or darker. It was the dark yeah. one. And yeah. it was just this gorgeous high definition shot of Dave. And so I, you know, I go in there, Hey, I'll buy, I'll buy a couple of those posters. Oh no, no, no. That's the only one we have. It's like, Oh my gosh. So two right. 30 in the morning, one night I'm going by there and I literally get caught in the act from a security guard. I'm trying to take the poster out of the front because <laughs> you couldn't get a David Letterman poster, especially one like that. It just wasn't anyway. So, you know, um, I know, I know of a guy, I don't know him personally, but I know of a guy who wanted something from Letterman and he stole it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I've heard that story myself. <laughs> I come to think of it. Uh... <laughs> I know of him. Legend, legend. Shout out yeah. to our boy Jay and uh, and Redemption, Redemption, yeah. Redemption might be coming, and and wouldn't that be cool if Redemption suddenly showed up somehow? Yes. And uh, that would be amazing yeah. uh, if thirty years later uh, a Redemption story was there. Um, but I want to finish on Rupert because he's a okay. sponsor of the show, and this will be where we cut over and we bring in the footage from Irritable Dad Syndrome and us yes. talking about you too. Uh, and this will be our episode. I think it's going to be a YouTube only episode because. I just don't imagine it's going to be a very interesting audio podcast, us going through these visual things. Although Spotify yeah. has the visual. You guys don't, do you do visual on Spotify for your podcast? Uh, no. You're straight up audio, right? I'm straight up audio on Spotify, but on YouTube and on Dayton Public Access. <laughs> we're awesome. On, we're Good on cable access in Dayton, Ohio. And we may soon, huh, fingers crossed, may soon be on public access in Norwood, Ohio. So good. But yeah, but you and, and you can uh, watch our video portion of the show on irritabledadcenter.com. Okay, well there you go. Yeah. Thank you for that the plug there. Um, yeah. So I I don't know if this is going to be a YouTube exclusive or if I'll just say screw it and throw it out as a bonus episode on the on the audios as well. But um, Spotify does have video for us as well, so you might want to look into that. I think you can get your video on Spotify now. Um, okay. yeah. So, uh, that being said, um, anything else before we talk about Rupert, uh, anything else that we want to talk about tonight, other than the mutual respect and adoration that we have for each other, uh, the in Dave, we trust bond that we have, uh, you know, and, 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 and just this love for, um, for informing and entertaining and being a part of this. I know how much you love, you still have your day job. I've still got my financial business. We still do yep. our thing, but we don't get any more joy um a very little joy take our family out of the equation i don't think i get any more joy than anything than doing this i, I yeah. i'm pretty sure you feel the same way right yeah absolutely i you know the uh the podcast i absolutely love everything about doing it and if it's something i could do professionally i would in a yeah. heartbeat yep. i get so much joy and, and thrill and pleasure out of doing it. it's a lot of fun yeah so uh, us too. Um, I just, it's yeah. the greatest, it's the greatest thing in the world. Um, let's talk a little bit about Rupert. Yeah. I mean, were you shocked when you heard? Very. Me too. But, but, yeah. But I mean, it's like, I'm not surprised. Yeah. I mean, as long as he's been in business there, he's the staple, a heart of New York city. Yeah. And it's going to be very sad to see him go, but I totally understand why 
he would want to. I mean, it, you know, like I said, August will make 30 years of me working in TV and I can't wait until the day I retire. And people ask me, what are you going to do when you retire? Nothing. Yeah. Not a damn thing. Yeah. More, <laughs> more of this, more of this more stuff. podcasting. Yeah. If I'm still yeah. podcasting in, in uh, 15 more years than, or 13 or whenever it is that I retire, then that'll yeah. be fantastic. So, yeah. but yeah, I met Rupert when we went to do, uh, when we went in 96 Mm-hmm. and uh, got my picture taken with him super nice guy yeah. and uh, i'm one of like you know 18 million other people who had their picture taken with him because i don't think he ever turned down a photo no oh gosh no no he's not wired that way um right. rupert is like taking the god took the word kind and made it into a human man like he's so yeah. kind and he's so grateful and 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 uh uh, there's no ego there whatsoever. Yeah. Um, the gratefulness that he has. I mean, I, I don't know how many times he's used the word uh, blessing um, mm-hmm. to me where he refers to, you know, his whole existence after coming out of the, uh, uh, you know, he was in the in, in working in, 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 in the clothing uh, industry yeah. um the clothing district and then and and just wanted to open up a sandwich shop and that was what he wanted to do earnestly just wanted to open a sandwich shop and yeah. and 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 got a great deal uh he talked about on this show you know he got for 30 grand he got that that sandwich shop wow. because and not a whiff of the ed sullivan theater being used for anything yeah. at that point right and 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 yeah. suddenly two and a half years later or whatever it was or two years later uh the circus came to town and it it still hasn't left um he's still yeah. you know so we just appreciate rupert so much and i'm glad that we could talk about that i'm going to talk I'm can gonna i say something rupert. about the deli real quick absolutely the food is really good oh yeah and it's reasonably priced yep <laughs> like, it's giant the sandwich was giant as they would say it's a meal in itself <laughs> very good and you know i remember it's it's just like you go to this restaurant and you get a, a $22 hamburger and you go over everything in New York is so yep. expensive, but I mean, the food at Rupert's is really good yeah, and it, really it is. wasn't crazy. No, it really wasn't crazy. I was so surprised at how good the sandwich was. Yeah. So it's like you, you meet Rupert and that's cool. And then the food's good. And that was cool. And uh, you know, it's like, I never got to meet him or talk to him. I mean, I met him, had a picture taken with him, but yeah. I never had a conversation with him. Uh you know, never got to know him personally, yeah. but uh, I, I wish him all the best. Yeah. Well, we're going to change. We'll, we'll change that buddy. Um, that's yeah, gonna be okay. good as we, as we figure out ways to get these circles crossing yeah. and, and, you know, more. So we'll, we'll, we'll definitely do that. Um, I couldn't agree more. Uh, yeah. We're going to get as many people as we can uh, given some tribute to Rupert. Um, yeah. as well, we, you know uh, what I was, I think something I was telling you is me, you, Jay yep. and uh, Joy Philbin are yep. going to go in and we're going to buy the the hello deli joy uh I, joy is the secret weapon of course <laughs> and, and billy um, crystal <laughs> billy crystal. and billy crystal yes yes absolutely <laughs> uh, i i i thought colbert should buy it i i i actually think that colbert has enough juice and he's got a fan base where where he could probably do something with it but it would of course change it entirely yeah. um i i mean i don't i don't know what's going to happen with it but what i do know is is that um you know i have similar feelings right now to rupert um that i did to when dave was retired like that that last six weeks right where you know it's coming and i'm mm-hmm. hoping that uh other folks um like i've, I've talked to a couple of people who used to you know who, who worked for pants and and, are, and when they heard they're like, oh i gotta get in there and see him i gotta get in there yeah. and see him and i hope because rupert loves the pants family 
yeah. so much. Like, like it's just pure love and it is a family, you know, the ups and the downs and the, and all the things that would happen in a family that you can imagine happened. And, and Rupert was a part of that. And I mean, I don't, I'm yeah. not telling tales out of school saying some of these people would go and they would confide in him. And the reason they would is because he's so trustworthy and, yeah. and, and he doesn't, you know, he, he just, he's a really, really, he has a beautiful ear uh, and listens, you know, very empathetically to people about yeah. things. And, and, and so um, I hope he gets a lot of, a lot of love the same way that Dave did his last six weeks. I hope Rupert gets a lot of love before they, uh, before his yeah. time there is done, but Hey, anybody it's now it's now or never hello dash deli.com. You want to stock up you, uh, if you're, if you're old late show shirt, you know, blue gray, he's got long sleeve and short sleeve. He's got Rupert shirts, all sorts of stuff. Go to hello dash deli.com, uh, to get your, either your Rupert, uh, merchandise or your David Letterman late show with David Letterman merchandise. So, um, I don't know, man. Oh, he's got the cap that you're wearing right now. He's still got those in stock. So, um, I don't know, man. Are we there? Are we going to talk about you too? Uh, uh, yeah, man. Let's talk about you too. Okay. So, um, we're about <laughs> to flip over here and, and, and I was on, uh, I don't know. I was on for maybe 20 minutes of the irritable dad syndromes podcast. Yeah, You unfortunately talked- had a scheduling conflict, so we didn't get to uh, bloviate and elucidate on, uh, the glory that is the rock band U2. Oh my gosh, you got those twenty dollars yeah. words right at the right at your fingertips, right? They're just they're just they're, they're just coming right out of you. Two of them in a row. Um yeah. you gotta go to dictionary.com over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I it was great. It was short and sweet and, and I loved it. It felt really cool because it was like, okay, I'm gonna hang out with you guys and then I gotta go on to another show and you know, yeah. click off, and that felt kind of neat um yeah. to do that. But I really love talking about you two with you and Mike. Mike goes so like Mike just like I mean you both love you two, obviously, but uh yeah. um yeah, you know, it was uh that special. Um if you haven't seen I, I assume everybody who's listening or, or watching this have seen it, go watch it again. Uh, mm-hmm. Go listen to the Forty Foot Man. Um, oh boy, I can't wait till they release that as a single. Um, yeah, me too. You know, uh, great song. Yeah, a fantastic special, right? It was amazing. It was really, really amazing. And uh, I just, uh, I want to go to Ireland now. And uh, well, I'm not going to talk about the things because we're about to listen to what you and I talked about. Sure. Uh, already. Yeah. But yeah, it was an amazing special, and Dave was fantastic. And I hope that he, you know, just keeps doing that type of thing because he is so in his element. Yeah. With with that type of thing. I could not agree more. I hope he does yeah. something with the uh, with the Foo Fighters as the Foo Fighters kind of reform and start doing their thing. I think yeah. that would be an amazing. Um, I think that would be an amazing piece. Him and Pearl Jam, I think, would be an amazing piece, of of course, as well. And and then some of the other musical acts that are. That's the beautiful thing about Dave is that he can flip and flip the switch and go with Billie Eilish or or or, yeah. or Lizzo or some of these other these new up and coming artists uh, as well who are who are taking their center stage now for the first time. He can hang. I, he can you know, hang. I hope when Warren gets inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that Dave inducts him. Oh, 100 percent. Me too. Dave just flipping killed it yep. when he inducted Pearl Jam. <laughs> the mother love bone joke still makes me laugh out loud. No, he and Neil Young met on farmers.com. Only farmers, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff, um, man. Good stuff. Darren, I love you, man. I yeah, love you. you. Yeah. You're a, brother, you're a brother from another mother. I appreciate you so much. Um, you were Even the though you're Canadian. Yes. I'll say the same thing. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Welcome. With yeah. syrup on top. Um, you know, you you were you were the first guest on the Letterman podcast, um, and it wasn't just because we were testing out the equipment. 
it wasn't had nothing to do with that. I I just appreciate you so much. And uh, uh, any way that we can help you guys, I know that you feel the same way with us. And 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 yep. let's all just have some fun together, um, being inspired together. You and I are very similar in that regard. Is that we were inspired by the greatest broadcaster uh, in history. Um, yep. You know, hopefully and, I can and- come back on next year for the two year anniversary. You will. You'll be on before that, buddy. Um, but uh, so, yeah, uh, we've got some more great anniversary stuff coming up. This is just kind of a kickoff to some of the anniversary stuff we have going on. Uh, please join the Letterman Podcast Facebook group. And uh, now, without further ado, we are going to show uh, my guest appearance or part of my guest appearance uh, talking about the David Letterman special with you two on the Irritable Dad Syndrome podcast. How do you find the Irritable Dad Syndrome podcast? What's the best way? You go to irritabledadsyndrome.com. There it is, right there. there uh, the lovely, amazing brother from another mother, Darren Cox, everybody. Thank you so much, Darren. I appreciate you. Thank you. Cheers, brother. Antenna TV is not an app. Is it TV? Yeah, it's, it's a TV is at the end of it. Okay. Yeah. Well, Twitch t- TV is at the end of Twitch TV. Okay. We're not, we're, this is not the hill we're going to die on in that moment. I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Just saying, it's like I mean, it's like the Seinfeld thing when they yeah. he's dentist. He's not really you're he's up, he's upset. Mike, I I'm will I will lay the you're the just being your typical um self. The last time we were at this stage, he threw a pen at me. <laughs> I, I missed, but I did throw a pen at, at you. Yes, <laughs> pissed me off. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, so what are we gonna do? Are you ready to go? Yeah, but what are we doing? Canada, Is... Mike, are you ready to go? I was born ready to go. Okay. <clears throat> yeah i will I'm by not the gonna... way mike thank you for accepting my facebook friend request because if you hadn't this would be really weird right now <laughs> <laughs> you could be on my show but you can't be that's my right, facebook friend right. asshole yeah i know this would be, would be. <laughs> so i'm not going to give this an episode title or a number but i'm going that to I... i'm going to enter i'm just going to introduce us yeah. from irritable dad syndrome and we have a special guest and then we're going to talk about did you see i ripped the numbers out uh, of everything we have no numbers anymore okay it's really weird and i don't know if i like it but it was a recommendation from apple podcast to do that okay and our our downloads went like crazy okay with like rant i don't know why okay so i don't all these things happen at once okay but so i don't even know what number this is okay we'll just call it the next episode yeah okay, okay. all right canada mike are you ready to go <clears throat> i was born ready okay. to go <clears throat> Hey, I'm Darren. I am Mike. And joining us, uh, we're going to do that again. Hey, I'm Darren. I'm one of the Mikes. And (laughs) we are with Irritable Dad Syndrome. And joining us on this special episode is Mike Chisholm of the Letterman Podcast. He's been a guest on our show before. Now, as we mentioned, on St. Patrick's Day, uh, my hero, David Letterman, joined Bono and U2 from Mike's. Bono and U2? (laughs) Yeah. Take three. (laughs) <laughs> Woo! all right we're gonna do it all the way from I'm the top all hey, I, hey i'm darren i'm mike we I'm... are with irritable dad syndrome and joining us on this very special episode is mike chisholm from the letterman podcast now something that we talked about a couple weeks ago was on saint patrick's day my hero david letterman joined bono and the edge from u2 and they did a very special uh, documentary thing on Disney Plus, and it was amazing. Mike and I, we live streamed it. Now, Mike Chisholm from the uh, Hi, Mike. How you doing, by the way? Peace and love, everybody. Uh, you know, an intro so nice. Let's shoot it twice. <laughs> <laughs> that was the third time for that one. But so or but thrice. Yeah, but yeah, th- we did it thrice. 
<laughs> oh, but Mike hosts the Letterman podcast. That was for you, Mike. Thank that you. was for you, buddy. Thank you. And we wanted to bring him in and do our own little review because not only is Mike Chisholm a, a big fan of Letterman, of course he is. He has the Letterman podcast. He's a big fan of you too as well. So we I were going to go uh, uh, frame by frame. <laughs> He's a YouTube fan. Okay. So no, he, was, yeah, he is a big YouTube. This fan. was a huge leap of faith for me for our friendship, bringing Darren into my home. <laughs> to watch uh, you two think because one wrong word. So you remember the old the Flash Gordon the movie in the eighties with I Max do. von Sydow and the yeah, and Queen the, did the, the soundtrack and he had to stick his hand in that trunk yep. and if he you know moved the wrong way the thing would kill him. Mm-hmm. That's what you were walking into. Right. If you would have said the wrong like what is with this hat out. Well, Get out I, of my house right well, now. I was I was going to do, I was going to kick you out of your house if you said one smart ass thing about what's Dave trying to be funny this time? Yeah, that wasn't going to work. Yeah. And then so. I it was another leap of faith when I agreed to do this, yeah. bring another third party, bring a third person mm-hmm. into our relationship, so our fold um, as it were. to discuss something that's uh <laughs> hold such value to me but now yeah. that i know as a u2 fan it's like what the hell man this is yeah. gonna be great yeah well, canada mike he is a he is a big u2 fan so uh yes. mike I mean, you you watched the special before i did and yes you, did, you didn't give me any any uh any spoilers but i mean what did you think uh, I, I absolutely, I, you know, and, and listening to you, Mike, talk a little bit about the, the trepidation of, of talking, bring these things together. It reminds me of the uh, Reese's peanut butter cup commercials of old, you know, you got chocolate, my peanut butter, you got peanut butter, my chocolate. It's kind of like that a little bit. And, uh, it turns out it's all great and it tastes really, really good together. Uh, it turns out David Letterman and you too, uh, and this isn't the first time they were brought together, but brought together in modern times in this venue, I thought was absolutely spectacular. They've had a relationship over the years. Um, back to the late show, there was U2 week and things like that. And I think I think that I feel like this year was actually a continuation of that. I felt the appreciation that Bono and the Edge had for Dave. And I think with that appreciation, uh, combined with the appreciation that Dave has for music, it was a spectacular special. I loved it. I've watched it multiple times. I will watch it again. I'm a fan of the 40 foot man. So, so as a, as a U2 fan for 32 years at this point, I've reached, I've reached the point where I bore myself talking about them. Like I'll start talking (laughs) about it and I'll see uh, my wife, God bless her. She's had to listen to so many stories about Bono and the Edge and Larry and Adam that, and I, I feel myself die a little inside when I tell the stories for the hundredth time. So I thought, I have to watch this. I am legally, contractually obligated to watch this special because I'm a huge U2 fan. Um, David Letterman, for me, was the late-night person when I was growing up. Johnny Carson was for my parents or whoever. Mm -hmm. Um, Conan came later. I love Conan. But Dave was the the man. Absolutely. And knowing that they they bonded so well when when they'd been on a show before, I thought, there's no way in hell I'm going to learn anything new about anyone in this. And lo and behold... I was I was shocked. Well, a I learned the the names for um, Adam yes. and Larry yes. Jam Jar yeah. and Mrs. Burns. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. but also I and I'm going to dig deep here a little bit, but just for 30 seconds, uh, bear with me. Okay. There was a book by U2 by Bill Flanagan, I think it was, written back in the 80s when he was following them for a while, mm-hmm. and Edge was telling him a story of hanging out with Keith. Richards. They were hanging out with the Rolling Stones, but particularly Edge was hanging out with Keith Richards, and the Stone. He, Keith was playing some of the Stone songs, and then they would go to the Edge, you know, play something from U two, 
And he said, I, I couldn't really play anything because it's all delayed single notes and we didn't really have any solos. And, yeah. there you know, there were so many different effects and things that it was hard for me to come up with something. And I couldn't help but notice that they spent a lot of time showing them in the pub and and playing <laughs> the songs yeah. and just stripping it down to just a guitar and Bono and, and like 30 other people. But but yeah. still, the the breaking the songs down to these clear things. And I, I just had a moment when I was watching it. I was like, he's finally hit a point where he can sit down in a group of people with the acoustic guitar and jam out the U2 songs. Yeah. And you can recognize them and sing along with them. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. It, it was really cool. And from and and Mike, tell me this, but from a Dave perspective, I was watching it and uh, for most of the time watching it, I kept thinking, younger Dave, this wouldn't have worked. This wouldn't right. have worked with Late Night with David Letterman Dave because uh, he, he, I don't know if he just wasn't capable of doing a serious interview at the time, but he did very few serious interviews at the time. And it's not yeah. like this Disney special was a serious interview, but he definitely took the music seriously. He took Ireland seriously. He absorbed the culture, and he wasn't just there to – he clearly wasn't there to um, to crack jokes. He was there to learn, to love, and to absorb uh, the U2 and the the country. And I was blown away with that. Just really, young Dave wouldn't have pulled this off. Old Dave absolutely did. Can I like, uh, can I slightly contradict what you're saying? Yeah, I don't think Young Dave would have been able to interview this incarnation of you too. I think Young Dave would have been able to uh, interview Live Aid you too, uh, very very well, but it would have been a completely different context. There would have been, um, you know, like 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 Dave interviewed a lot of musicians back then. Yeah, but you think about where you two was back then. I don't think, I think a, a part of the magic here is that you've got two sets of legends in their, uh, in, in their perspective field coming together. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's the key that what you're talking about here, Bond on the edge have been through all sorts of, of, of stuff, ups and downs and adventures and things. So too has Dave. Yeah. And I think the magic of this special here is that they've both been seasoned for a very, very long time before they came together. Yeah, they've aged well together. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, totally. I can't wait to get in this with you. Like, I, I love, I love, I loved it so, so much. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the first thing, you know, it's like we're watching this special and we know it's Dave and it's going to be the guys from U2. And the first thing we hear Dave say is, hey, I'm a. Uh, uh, I'm looking for peanut butter cups. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I loved when he goes into the hat shop and he tells the guy, says, I'm looking for two hats. One of them is, is, is this big. And the other one's guy's head is like this big. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And a wheel of cheese. And let's, a get wheel a wheel, of, let's get a full I, wheel of I cheese. I want a wheel of cheese. So, so. <laughs> so Bess and I were watching it the other day, mm -hmm. her for the first time. And the part where she just completely cracked up was when they're given the tour mm -hmm. and Dave holds up his hands. I was told there would be a hot meal. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's just, he's incredible. And I've never been more wrong because when, you know, when Johnny Carson retired, we saw him, uh, I think twice. He did a special for Bob Hope and then he appeared on The Simpsons. And, yeah. and, and then he was on, he walked out on Letterman, but he didn't do an interview. So we saw him three yeah. times after he retired. I was convinced that since Johnny Carson was David Letterman's legend and that they were very similar in in many aspects of their lives and their career, that when Dave retired, we wouldn't see him again. 
And yeah. boy, was I wrong. And so, the, <laughs> you know, the first thing that Dave did after uh, he left the Late Show was that National Geographic special where he went to India yep. to talk to them about uh, uh, the, their electrical uh, problems and, you know, uh, different forms of energy. Hmm. And he killed it. I mean, he interviewed the Prime Minister of India. Yeah. And absolutely killed it, and it was amazing. And this special on Disney Plus reminded me a lot of that. Yeah, uh, he went and talked to the locals. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love Dave interacting, like you know, it's that fish out of water thing. Uh, you know, Dave interacting with 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 locals. Uh, we saw the same thing when he interviewed uh, President Zelensky as well uh, yes. a couple of months ago. Yes, you know, yes. interacting with the Ukrainian, uh, going to a stand up uh, to a to a, a comedy club. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that was operating outside of the curfew and, and seeing Dave interacting with the Ukrainian people. And, and, and anytime that Dave um, does that, there's a certain charm to it. Yeah. Um, anytime he gets out of New York and you see him somewhere else, there's, there's, there's a real charm to that. Um, and I think it speaks to the way that Dave can relate to almost anybody. I mean, he's so folksy in so many ways. Um, and then you combine that with the whip smart aspect. But then mm -hmm. in this special here, um, clearly a lover of music as well. I mean, we've always heard that and, and been oh, told yeah. that how much he loves music, but that was very evident here. Um, the questions that he asked, um, I thought were, were, were really poignant. Um, and he surprised me too. Like he surprised me with a couple of the questions. There's one question. I mean, you know, we can, we can wait till we, we, we talk about it, but I, I mean, no. I mean, I'm, I'm going to bring it up now when he, when he asked, when he asked Bono, if Bono ever embarrassed the band. I was like, like I live streamed it and I was literally like this. I was like, oh, like yeah. listening to him ask that. What a question to ask. Yeah. And I think it takes a lot of, uh, it takes guts to ask a question like that to one of the biggest uh, rock stars on the whole planet. Yeah. And, um, yeah. What, what an amazing question and he that was. answered it too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, in turn, I mean, U2 always been kind of, they they went through a long period where they took themselves too seriously and they paid the price for that and I then agree. They, and then they went through the Octung Baby Zoo TV transformation mm -hmm. and then they were poking fun at themselves left and right yeah so they kind of exist in this universe now where they love to poke fun at themselves I mean when we went to the yes. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame the biggest mm -hmm. thing on display were all the rejection letters they yeah. got as they were starting <laughs> out they Bono loves to tell stories about how they failed yeah um, so I I think that kind of factored into it you have um, Dave is a very disarming, you know, comedic interviewer mm -hmm. and Bono and the edge, particularly of the four, those are the two that are always the most ready to make fun of themselves and make fun of the band yeah. when they can. And okay. then, but then both of them, both Dave and Bono and the edge can on a dime go from making fun of themselves and making you laugh to getting really serious. Mm -hmm. So I'll profound. Admit, Absolutely. I getting, yeah. I was very misty eyed. I, I thought, you know, in um, cloudy with a chance of meatballs where the, the cop forces the tear back in. Yeah. I thought I'm not going to cry in front of Darren. I'll be damned. <laughs> no, no, I wanted to bring I will this up. be damned if I cry in front of Darren. <laughs> because we, um we were live streaming it as well. And a lot of it was us going, yeah, the video is, uh, is, yeah. is 
is yeah, it's a very enrapturing video I, I, of us just staring it, at the camera. I didn't think that aspect of it through enough. <laughs> and I tried to throw some... Because I wasn't going to talk the whole time yeah. because I wanted to see it and, yeah. and hear it. Yeah, it's and like, shut up, Mike. I'm, I'm watching Dave and you too. <laughs> and periodically at the beginning, I would try to say something to make it engaging for yeah. whatever losers were actually watching us watch it. <laughs> and yeah. so then, the, then it got even worse because you just see mm-hmm. five full minutes of us staring and then yeah. he's saying... That's yeah. a big thing of cheese. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then nothing. Yeah. And but no, no I, I could have swore I heard you sniff. Oh yeah. Yeah, I could have swore that I heard you yeah. could get uh, verklempt. I got, I got very, I got very <laughs> verklempt. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 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 I'm trying. To I uh, my 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 live stream was very similar. I, mm-hmm. I turned on the Facebook live, and I literally it was so janky. Like I I, I put the iPad <laughs> to a place where it could see the TV uh-huh. and just kind of see me in the foreground. Oh, you should. And the most TV. of it. I, I did. I showed the TV okay. and, and, and like, I literally had the moment of when it wasn't available, mm-hmm. you know, preview back, press it again. No nope, preview. No nope, back, press it again. There it is. Yeah, Play. Yeah. Like I, I literally started playing it at that moment at midnight uh, Pacific time, watched it go over and I started playing it and half of it, it was just me doing this. Oh yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. then I, then I'd start to say something mm-hmm. a couple of times and, and as I'd start to say it, I'd hear something profound. So I'd shut up. <laughs> and so the, like i mean it just disjointed i kept it up on on uh, on the letterman podcast facebook yeah. page just for posterity but yeah uh, i mean yeah it was ridiculously uh unentertaining because the the show itself was so enthralling so well, my my point and, and darren him being present caused me some issues because i'm me fighting being present always causes you issues. it does i'm fighting tears and my favorite yeah. song not just favorite u2 song but my favorite song mm-hmm. is bad yeah and oh. then Edge started playing the first few chords of Bad. I'm like, you motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to make me cry in yeah. front of this man. And then the footage, the footage during yeah. it as yeah. well. Like, mm-hmm. oh. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's your favorite U2 song of all time. It is. Wow. That's awesome. And they played that's that awesome. live when we saw them in Louisville. So um, it's an incredible song. And they really, they really nailed it. Yeah. Well, well I got to ask, what, what is your favorite uh, U2 song? Love is blindness. Oh, yeah. Act Tongue Baby is one of my favorite albums of all time. Yeah. And Love is Blindness is, uh, I just, I, I, I'm enthralled by that so, song. So um, Act Tongue Baby is my favorite album. <laughs> yeah. And I love Love is Blindness. I, it's mm-hmm. kind of, so, um, a, a guy that I used to work with brought up a point, you know, we were, we were listening to the album, we get to the end and he's like, why do they always end on a song that makes you want to slit your wrists? I'm like, okay, that, <laughs> they, wow, they, they, wow. They don't. They, they, <laughs> well, he made me think. I was yeah. like, now they don't. I mean, Joshua Trawell, it ends with Mothers of the Disappear. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Pop is Wake Up Dead Man, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Wake Up Dead Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the last song on All You Can't Leave Behind? Uh, That's uh, what I was Grace. just thinking. It's, I think it's Grace. Ah, it's a little It's yeah. a little. It's a See, little my uplifting. favorite U2 album is All That You Can't Leave Behind. Mm-hmm. But That's I great believe album. my favorite song of theirs is "All I Want Is You." I think that's their they're most beautiful, mm-hmm. their most poignant. Um, the, the only problem is that the the ending of it goes on like an extra twenty two minutes. Like, okay, fade <laughs> out. This ain't Freebird. Come on, just just dissolve <laughs> out the the song. Okay, the song's still going. Yeah, still going. Uh, I have a I have a tradition. <laughs> as soon as as soon as um one of Dave's new shows ends, mm-hmm. uh, I send I send an email to Dave's guy who is Dave, like Dave's executive producer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and uh, every single time it, I, I, I do that and, and it just, you know, initial thoughts, whatever I bug them. It's an excuse to bug them. 
And um, in this one here, I said to him, please, 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 please release a Blu-ray. Yes. Oh. Of all of the footage That's what of, I was gonna say. Both of all three performances. There's three performances there, right? Yeah. That clearly have many sets. Um, and, 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 and I mean, I would love to see all of the songs that were played in the pub. Yeah. I would love to see all mm-hmm. of the songs played in the, uh, in the, in the, in that main room there. And oh, then and I'd also know, like any- to see any deleted scenes we have of Dave also just milling around Dublin. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, absolutely. So but I'm but can you imagine being in the audience they, yeah. for all three of those? They yeah. never like, showed him buying the hat. That's no. They showed him buying everything else. We saw him buying peanut butter cups he for God's sake. And then he just shows up with an edge hat. <laughs> Nobody like it. It's nowhere. Like where did he get that? Yeah, I I love when they, when they played that song, the uh, Invisible, and it was amazing. Yeah. And Dave says, "I'm shit face." <laughs> <laughs> I mean. It was just, it was great. Yeah. And, um, I, Mike, I don't know if you are a member of the YouTube fan club on Facebook, but uh, Mike and I, we're uh, members of it. And here lately, we have been pissing off people in the YouTube fan club. It's so easy. It's so fun. And something. Are you kidding me? Oh, it's oh, great. it's so easy it's to YouTube do. YouTube friends because like, there's it, all kinds of. It's like taking candy groups. from a baby. It's so easy to do, and it's fun as hell. Um, What's it called? YouTube friends. YouTube, YouTube friends. They're a bunch of humorless bastards. Yeah. They get pissed. Oh, off. I'm in. So I can't I thought, wait. Is it? I love YouTube friends. Is it with the I heart YouTube? No, no, it's just one? YouTube friends. I'll send you a. Okay. I'll send you a thing yeah. on Facebook. Oh no, I got it. Okay, got it? okay. we're okay. joining this thing. So, um, so I thought it would be hilarious. You remember when YouTube? Um, forced everyone to download the album on the iphone he lives in canada songs he of may, innocence he, he absolutely i really love that album too yeah. by the way so and it pissed everybody off God. and and then in the youtube friends group it's been like the civil war it's been the north versus the south every once in a while someone will post a rant that goes on for five paragraphs about how awful and terrible songs of surrender is about how uh, they were listening to it, and three people they know and, and care for died in front of their eyes because they yeah. were listening to this. And then, wait, songs of innocence or songs of surrender? Songs of surrender. And then yeah. right after, yeah, I'm just I'll connect the two here in a minute. Okay, okay. And then yeah. right after that, someone will post how uh, literally Jesus Himself came into the room and sang <laughs> the songs of surrender with them while they were listening to it. Yeah, and they're going back and forth. <laughs> And so then I thought it would be hilarious. I got on there and said, I would love it if Bono and The Edge would force Songs of Surrender onto everyone's iPhone. Within seconds. Oh, hell no. Within seconds, <laughs> this woman came on and said, uh, can we stop talking about this, blah, blah, blah. And then my wife jumped in and started a fight with her. You don't want to piss off Mike's wife. Then no, I, left the, <laughs> I left the thread because I, I was like, I've had enough hilarity for the through the day. I came back like a week later. <laughs> there was another fight. Some guy came in and called her a humorless bitch. And, and going, they were going, not oh. my wife, the, the lady. Oh, and they oh were okay, going, I was about to say. No, and then they were going back and forth. So we randomly just inject things. And then, Darren, you, you did one. So one of the... Great things about the special, which I had predicted in the trailer for it, I saw Glenn Hansard was going to be joining, yes. and I've been a fan of his for quite some time, ever since the movie Once came out, and uh, oh, yeah. the 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 song that he did that won the Academy Award for Best Original Song, just amazing. But I couldn't remember his name, and I hadn't seen him in a while. I'm like, oh, it's it's uh, that it's guy. that guy, yeah. you know. <laughs> so I went on the YouTube friends group, and I said Glenn Hansard should be the fifth member of YouTube. Mm-hmm. 
period. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. And there's why. And then someone says in all caps, no. And then someone else is like, he's quite a busker, isn't he? I don't know yeah. what a busker is. I don't yeah. speak <laughs> Irish or yeah. Scottish or whatever country these people are from. Yeah. Um, but it caused quite a stir. And then Mike caused another stir because he was complaining about or, or, or mentioned that the um, they're re- releasing all these albums. Oh. One's clear, oh, yeah. one's purple, one's, one's red, green. One's and, green, one's and yellow. And people are collecting them. And it's yeah. it's crazy, but oh God no! Don't call them out on on so being I, crazy I, collectors. I made a joke. I said at this point, the black vinyl is now the collector's edition because you can't find <laughs> right. it. Everything's, yep. everything's color. And then I I got mansplained to yes. twice. Yes, I got I I actually there's a post to me on there that starts out with actually <laughs> real the, fans the yeah real fans, real fans understand would know. that the more colorful versions are the ones that will not be in print years from now mm. Mm. oh man so yeah join the youtube friends time you need someone to uh help you with any hijinks i'm your man yeah uh, that sounds like did you did you post glenn is it glenn hansford did you post the picture and tell him that larry no, 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 no. Okay. I'm going to. I'm going to. Oh, I'm sorry, Adam. 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 Okay, I, I got to ask you a question, Mike. Wasn't uh, you two originally called the? It there was, was Larry a, who was. There, there was a. Yeah, he started the band. They were originally called the Hype. Um, the Hype. I have, I have but Larry t-shirt. Mullins couldn't sing. No, they were called the the. Larry. It's got an F. The like the firm. The the something. Because the, the there, there's a Letterman clip on YouTube now. Okay. Uh, where he interviews the four of them when they yeah. were on for a week, okay. and they mentioned the original name of the of the band, okay. and it was a pretty good name yeah. for a band. I know that. Well, they they were also yeah. the hype, okay, and then they became okay. two. Yeah. So yeah. there, I have a T-shirt somewhere in this house that I am going to. So my, I plan to go to one of the Vegas shows um, when they do the Octane Baby thing, and I have a um, Larry Mullen Jr. band shirt in this house somewhere. I'm going to dig that thing out. And we also offer one on irritabledadsyndrome.com at this point. It's I haven't advertised it because I don't really feel like it's appropriate for me to advertise a joke U2 shirt. But the front of it, it says... This, this is news to me. I didn't oh, you, know. Know, you haven't seen this? No. The front of it says... Uh, we're, we're, this is our podcast. You here, here we go. Really tell me. We said, you said I'm <laughs> this char- this I'm, is a I'm conversation the, we'll have offline. Yes. So the front of it says Bono, The Edge, Jam Jar, and Mrs. Burns. And the back <laughs> says the Larry Mullen Jr. Band. And uh, cool. I love it. I want one of those. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 a deep cut. Now, now, hold on, you, uh, Mike. You said something else that uh, uh, sounds like breaking news to me. And by the way, I'm going to put this up on the Letterman podcast first. Breaking news about the irritable dad syndrome podcast uh, that the shirt exists. But you said something else. When they go to Vegas and do their act tongue baby thing, yes. Uh, gay? Yeah, What's he's, that? He's, I haven't heard of that. Oh, what? Oh, what's going on? You, okay, so you've been under a rock. Oh wait, is this the residence thing? The, the yeah, sphere, yeah, the yeah. residence in the sphere. Yeah, yeah. They're but it's going to be all just act tongue baby. Well, they're they're going to. They've said that they're playing the entire album. If it's like and Joshua it's gonna Tree, be, it's going to be act tongue baby themed. It'll probably be act tongue. So, it'll probably be act tongue baby, well, and then <coughs> too many cigarettes. Yeah, and then like a eight song set or something. Maybe oh, I don't know. God. So yeah. what they what what I do know about it, it is they be. don't have Larry because he's recovering from surgery. So that the right. U2 friends that was the initial split. That was North. That was when they came brother versus uh, brother. Yeah. Um, lines were drawn in the sand. Um, they they did say that there's going to be a tribute to Zoo TV at the beginning, 
and that Whoa. through the course of the show, they will play all of Octung Baby. So Edge has stopped short of saying, Edge has actually said in an interview, I don't know if we're going to play it in sequence. I don't know if we're going to mix it up. I think we're just going to do what we want to do, but we will play every song from the album. Can I tell you what I want to see more than anything? What's I want that? to hear, I want to see them and I want to hear them play live. Can't help falling in love by Elvis Presley. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because oh, yeah. that was the, that was the ending of the zoo TV. I got right now. My entire body is electric with goosebumps. <laughs> Just thinking about that moment of him where he goes into the falsetto. Oh yeah. Uh, for take my hand at the end of can't help falling in love. I love that. Well, especially now, and, if you and, listen well, to that now. As far as covers go, it's, it's way up there. If you listen to it now, because if you if you're used to like I am Bono's voice, mm -hmm. and then you go back like how it is now, and you go back and you listen to something like that, it scared the piss out of me. The, the, <laughs> Absolutely. A couple of weekends ago, I had just a YouTube mix going, and it was all the most of the new stuff, and then somehow can't help falling in love with you slipped in there, and it yep. was like everyone in the house stopped doing what they were doing. It was like, what is this? Yeah angelic thing coming from the speak well that's what i think they were saying yeah. i don't know what they were actually yeah. saying. it's so good yeah um and, and and hearing them finish the show like like that's the thing about zoo tv that was just so magical you know you you, uh, you left humming elvis and yeah. Yeah. i i just uh oh my gosh i wish i could keep doing this but i gotta go over to the other show now i got oh, you yeah, 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 i got you can we do this again? We can absolutely yeah, do yeah, it again. Yeah, 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 I still yeah. have to show I, I you. miss you guys. I love the, the the first time I appeared. I love what you guys are doing. Um, and I, and I, and if I come on again, it will give me another opportunity to talk to Mike about the word thrice. And I, and I just feel like that is just, <laughs> yes. uh, it's too good not to do. I, I love you guys. I appreciate you guys so, so much. Well, we love you too. And, uh, I, I want to come back on your show because I still have to show you my Letterman magazine collection. Absolutely, dude. There's so many reasons for you to come back on the show. Well, you um, had like every single person who's ever worked for Dave has been on your podcast, and not I'm, yet, but we're I'm, working I'm, on it. I'm proud of you, and secretly it pisses me off, and I won't say that publicly. Uh, but I'm I'm very thrilled for you and for the success of the Letterman podcast. And I'm like, that. it's just every single time, you know, because next thing you know, there Pat Farmer's going to be there. I'm like. <laughs> yeah, we're talking to Pat. Yeah, I'm going to tell but, you this. But it's it's got a cool. very and I'm, I'm we've got a very special I'm anniversary. I'm thrilled for the uh, success of your podcast. Thanks, Darren. Yeah. Uh, well, I appreciate it. You're the first guest that we ever had on. I, and, I know. And, uh, and I appreciate you very, very much. Um, we've got a very special anniversary episode that is being recorded in a couple of weeks here. Our anniversary is on April 20th. Okay. Uh, we've got a very special episode coming out that we're not saying who it is, but a very, very, very special one. So very cool. um, thank you guys so much. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep fighting the good fight and keep making the world a better place. Cause you that's too. what your dad syndrome does. And uh, we will talk to you guys later. All right, Thanks, man. Mike. See you. Take care. Peace and love kids. See yep. Recording stopped. Cool. So I'm going to. God, I got to piss in front of my microphone. Okay. So. Stump and everyone, I'm going to end the stream and then we're going to restart because we're actually recording a normal episode tonight, but we got to keep these things separate. Yeah. Gotta so, got to keep them separate. All right. How much fun was that? Uh, now, what I put on there uh, at the end was the the raw footage of the irritable dad syndrome. So, um, now a fun exercise and I, I fully fully endorse this action because we're at the end of our episode so what do i care about and if you've listened this long you might as well uh, uh clearly you can follow some sort of instruction um you know uh, i don't even know if that's true or not but what 
I do know is this, if you watch the raw footage of what you just saw, our conversation, but then you go and actually listen to or watch the actual Irritable Dad Syndrome episode, you will see the magic uh, production value that, and, and personality, production personality that Darren brings to the table. Um, I just love this episode. I just, I love hanging out with the, with you guys in the Letterman community. Um, watching the Facebook group grow the way it has uh, is, is fantastic. If there are other ways that we can interact, uh, we're going to cer certainly create that. Um, we're on the Twitter now and we're starting to start to do some things on the Twitter. Uh, the Instagram is always, you know, um, there and we are, we're kind of anemic with it, but at least we're doing stuff. Uh, but anyways, we'll find ways to interact. Uh, the more who want to be a part of it, the better. And, uh, just really grateful. The anniversary week is shaping up really, really well. Uh, Friday, we have our very special anniversary episode, um, coming out. And for those who are part of things right now, as they happen real time, fantastic. And for those who have discovered us years down the line, uh, you'll know who that guest is. Probably you'll probably have watched that episode before you watch this one. Uh, that episode I uh, predict will be a gateway episode into the rest of the Letterman podcast body of work. Speaking of bodies of work, we just appreciate so much the greatest body of broadcasting work in history, that of David Letterman and company and all the offspring that has come from it. Uh, not of course, real offspring, but, uh, whimsical offspring ideas, things like that. That has been another episode of the Letterman podcast with Mike Chisholm. Uh, coincidentally, I am Mike Chisholm. Thank you. And good night. Overcoat and underpants. <laughs>